By George, I think I've got it. Hybrosexual sinking. I saw that Bigfoot walking across the screen and I thought to myself, wow, they are real. I ask us all, is that really reasonable? Hybrosexual sinking. My personal belief is that uh, there is very compelling evidence that we, uh, we may not be alone. I'll show you a little of the evidence. Hybrosexual sinking. Researchers at Stanford University School of Medicine have pioneered a cancer vaccine that eliminated all traces of cancer in mice. You could find evidence of that, my friends. You could change the world. Hybrothetical thinking. A podcast for the hypothetical thinker. Greetings, travelers. Welcome to Hybrothetical Thinking, a semi-informative podcast that explores the journey from probability to possibility. My name is Nick Floyd, and I'm joined by my co-host... Taylor... Johnny. And we are coming to you from Chicago, Illinois, because we travel. Windy city. The yeah. windy city. Uh, so the way this whole podcast works is that either Taylor or myself will do the research for our weekly episodes, and Johnny goes into every episode completely blind, meaning he has no idea what the fuck we've been covering. I never do. Uh, or what we will be covering, which is great. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. Johnny, how you how you been doing this week? I'm doing so well. I'm actually I'm great. It's good to, to be with both of you. Super excited. Uh, once again, I have no idea you're, you're discovering or you're um, disclosing. So, I mean, well, we're gonna discover together, Johnny. We're gonna discover so much. I'm That's good. important. I'm good. I'm good. It's been a good week. It's been a great week. Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving Chicago. It's a windy city. It's across the pond from my own hometown. Shout out to Grand Haven, one of the happiest cities, seaside cities we talked last week. But at number one on GrandHaven.com. <laughs> you heard last week, we talked about it quite a bit. It's a happy oh, place. Oh, my Lord. But I like Tay, Chicago. Tay, how's your week been? My week has been okay. Uh, stressful at times, exciting at times. <laughs> I uh, saw two Polly Shore movies this week. <laughs> That's uh, too, too many. <laughs> I don't think so. I happen to be a Polly Shore fan. Uh, decided to take a stroll to Walmart one night, pretty late in the evening, mainly to get ice cream. But as you all know, they've got sweet $5 movie bins, so I decided to check it out. Came away with Fight Club and Son-in-Law, both for about 3 bucks a piece. It's a steal. Yeah, yeah, they're steals. <laughs> yeah, I actually stole the movies. Polly Shore movie for three bucks. I didn't even pay for them. I walked out. Three bucks. <laughs> Fuck yeah. it. The scanners don't go off in Walmart. You just walk right out. Anything under five dollars, they don't fucking charge you. Premium. Then <laughs> yesterday, Viceland was playing Encino Man on a loop. Oh. I watched it one and a half times. <laughs> was that half just too much? <laughs> like, were you over it after that half? Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> I can't say that I'm ever really o- over the weasel. But I was wheezed out, man. I was wheezed out. The weasel. Dude, I do want to say this past week, some crazy shit happened, guys. Yeah? So as the listeners by this time know, our subject for last week was Mandela Effect. And the discussion was, what the fuck is it? (laughs) (laughs) To put it lightly, I had no idea. What the fuck is it? How are we dealing with it? How is it affecting us? Are there examples of the way it affects us? Here's one big old shining example of how we may just have shifted our timeline just by the very act of having that podcast last week. Our reality timeline. So let me hit you guys with this. Oh, Lord. This podcast posted on Monday this week, right? The date, April 2nd, Mm -hmm. 2018. Just so happens this past Monday that Winnie Madikizeli... Mandela, born September 26, 1936, died April 2nd, 2018. 
The what? very what? day this podcast was to be posted, Whoa. Nelson Mandela's wife passed away. You think that has to do with us? There's no question, Johnny. Oh my God. Absolutely has something to do with us. I want to apologize first and foremost to the Mandela family and everyone involved if we did have anything to do her with it. Her name this. is a tongue twister, by the way. Okay, well, this, <laughs> that was the shortened name. Let me give you her, what? her born as name. Her, she was born Nomzamo Winifred Zanyiwe Marikazela. Why can't that be that um, uh, effect? Effect? Yeah. yeah. Why can't that be the whole thing? <laughs> well, if Sinbad wasn't a force to okay, be reckoned okay. with, then it wouldn't be the so Sinbad So what you're effect. saying is that we had an effect Jeez. on the Mandela family because of our Mandela. I think that's like a shining example. Like, wow, coincidence? Or did we affect the fabric of time just by talking about it? By enlightening people with what it could be yeah. and what it isn't. Did we put this information out there, and whoever has been monitoring the Mandela effects, they're like, yeah, let's fuck with them again. So so going forward, you know? our podcast could alter the Space effects time. of the future. So what is it this could. week's? It could. Can this week also do the same thing? I don't know. Maybe. Taylor, I think you, Taylor might have another I got I got a way to, to ease us into this. I don't know. Nothing, so honestly. <laughs> this should give you a little... Little hint, little clue about what we're going to be talking about. This today. has been a crazy week. Like, let's just say, Wait, who's from Monday to week. now, this has been the craziest week in terms of news. And I, I don't know how from last week we had the weirdest news with um, oh the, the, the Twitter play. thing, yeah. and then now like just with uh, I don't know Taylor. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, here we go. So we got a story from Youngstown, Ohio. Police are investigating reports of zombie-like raccoons in Northeast Ohio. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. The Youngstown police have received more than a dozen calls in the past three weeks about raccoons acting strangely in the daytime. Strangely or, like, zombie strange? Because that's a big difference. Like, I, I mean, yeah, not even really that strange to tell you the truth. Backwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was Not even really that strange. Mouth, it was eating other raccoons. So this photographer fella says he's playing with his dogs outside last week when a raccoon approached him and his dogs. So he decides to take his dogs back into the house when the raccoon followed him to the door stood there on its hind legs, acting strangely before falling over backwards and playing dead. Playing brains. Brains. For, yeah, brains. Brains. For some reason. What the fuck is that raccoon doing talking? <laughs> Robert Cogshaw thought, I better call 911 about this raccoon. I better call the walking dead. <laughs> so that raccoon and 14 others that police respond, have responded to in the past three weeks have been euthanized. Can you imagine that Holy scene shit. set where the cop shows up? Going to need backup. We got fourteen of these yeah. fuckers rolling around. <laughs> we got fourteen raccoons here. <laughs> they're coming at me. They fell on my back. Oh, they're playing dead before I even shot them. <laughs> Needless to say, the Youngstown police do not fuck with raccoons. <laughs> they do yeah. not tolerate raccoons. Wait, wait, they don't fuck with them. But they're scared of them, or they just don't. They don't tolerate their presence. So, like when they see town. them, they just. I mean, them. I guess they tolerate their presence, but if they're acting strange, uh, uh-uh. they tell the one captain. He's like, oh. Haven't seen this shit since 1993. Yeah. There's 27 of them. I'm getting too old for this shit. I'm getting too old. <laughs> getting too old for this. So, the State Department of Natural gun. Resources says the animals were likely suffering from distemper and not rabies. The viral disease causing coughing, tremors, and seizures <laughs> and leads to raccoons to lose their fear of humans. That's, I mean, honestly, the few times I've seen raccoons, they are not afraid of yeah. no. me well, or I'm anybody from, around us. Because they want what we have. Yeah. And they're, they're, little they're very intelligent. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I feel like if a raccoon came up to me and played dead, I'd be like, 
that learned that from a dog or something and he's trying to get something 100%. from me and he deserves whatever I have. Yeah, because it's dope. And I he's like going to get some food from me. I feel like as far as like human interaction goes, I think they're talking about from like the raccoon perspective. Like <laughs> like Cindy the raccoon's watching like, there's Randy again. He's God walking damn up. It, Randy. He's going to the front porch. Randy, you're supposed to go into the goddamn trash can. <laughs> play dead. Play dead. <laughs> There's Randy staring at his reflection in that door again. <laughs> I don't know. He stares at it until it makes him cross-eyed. Then he passes out and falls on his back. <laughs> then he just lay there for about 30 seconds until he wakes up. Here. What the fuck? And it happens again. Incognito, my ass. <laughs> Man, what a crazy... Like, and the fact that that was trending on, on social media platforms and all that. Like, people... Like, this was clearly... A, like, it must have been a slow news day. Well, this is the world we're living in. You put zombie in a headline... Hits, brother. I yep. guess I missed it. So, name of this podcast. Uh, <laughs> I guess I missed the whole entire Zombie life. in parentheses, hypothetical thinking. <laughs> uh, so, so, lesson here. Uh, just just a uh, PA announcement. PS, b- 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 PSA? PSA? PSA announcement here. Authorities are asking residents to report raccoons behaving unusually to their local police stations. So, if you so guys, them. if you see a raccoon, report it to your local law enforcement. Drug deals, you know, anything else like that, just let that slide for the week. You know, purge away. If you see a raccoon that's falling on its back, please dial 911. Can't be having lazy raccoons in our town. <laughs> Not in this town. I was actually really excited that there could actually be like a, a like rampage of zombie raccoons, an epidemic. An this, overrun. This sounds like lazy, like possibly like rabie-ridden raccoons. That yeah, are like- or not even, not even rabie-ridden. Like maybe they don't even have disease. Like that one thing said distemperment, which is like, well, yeah, it lives out yeah. in the woods. It Rifles through trash, like I'd be kind of probably pissed just off a, all the time too. I'd like have a, a weird bad temper. Piece of ham. Yeah, yeah, or it's just like stomach ache. That seems like a normal thing. It just seems like yeah. not that I've odd. Seen, we see raccoons every day yeah. back at back my hometown, Grand Haven, Michigan. Shout out, and I had a German Shepherd. It's the second time you shout out Grand Haven, well, Michigan. This is relevant. They're <laughs> not going to sponsor the podcast. You don't hey know guys, I just want to throw a shout out to uh, Ackworth, Georgia. I just want to <laughs> throw a shout out to Spring Hill, Tennessee. <laughs> so, uh, what, 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 what? So I had a German Shepherd, and these raccoons would fearlessly walk up to our back door and just like steal birdseed. No and, fear. Like, no fear. Yeah. This German Shepherd could easily kill you, and you're like, oh, no problem. We turn the lights on, and they go. They walk away. Right. Anytime you see a raccoon in like a movie, if it's not just scrambling away, Gardens of the Galaxy. You know, it's like personified. <laughs> like it's got his hands out and he's asking you for food. Yeah. There's that's videos all over you YouTube know where raccoons. they like steal like what they food. Do. Maybe yeah, that's the problem. Is this isn't a, an, an issue of you know like a zombified raccoon? Maybe it's just an impolite raccoon. Maybe this raccoon was going to get what he wanted. He knew what he wanted. He was going straight to that front door. And he thought, well, maybe if I viciously attack or murder this man, I can take whatever I want. Or he's right. Scratch that. The man's bigger than me. I'm gonna play dead. I'm gonna play dead. I'm gonna trick him into getting that box of cinnamon toast crunch. But instead, that one raccoon got 14 raccoons killed. <laughs> 14 of, of his brethren slain. Damn it, Brandy! We thought you had it. You th- we thought you were gonna feed us for three weeks, and all you did was get fourteen of us. This killed. sounds like over the hedge. You know what I'm saying? Like a go dark get version of over the yeah. hedge. Get away from the door, Randy. <laughs> it's like watership down. Exactly. With raccoons. Oh my gosh. Oh. All right. Well, there's Murder. that. Um, glad we've talked about it. Glad we've created this uh, mass character uh, w- world of raccoons. I would. Southern I, accents. I, I would like to say, Ohio. Maybe we should think about our policies on what we do with wild, crazy, acting raccoons. I don't know if killing 14 of them was the, the number one answer. Like, jump straight to that. Yeah, like, like can't you quarantine them or put them somewhere where you can, like, study them and see if they're actually a zombie? I mean, they could come yeah. back to life. 
Well, they already you are. Call it, you throw in the Z word around. So I mean, these like, suckers uh, might get uh, up and start walking again. Put them. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> they might be poisoning the whatever this little town is. What? Something Ohio. Yeah, where is it? True. Yorkshire. Yorkshire. I don't know. Yorkshire. A place that we don't care about because they kill raccoons. Yeah. yeah Just think about it. You know, take study them. them. Take them in. You've seen Planet of the Apes. I love raccoons. Smart raccoons. They walk. They talk. Next thing you know, we're overrun by them. Charleston Heston comes, drops down. Finds the Statue of Liberty in the sand. Yeah, but if I know anything, if you kill raccoons, <laughs> like if you kill monkeys, this more monkeys or more raccoons get pissed. If I know anything about, they get angry. Animals. So like, yeah, we're just, we just pissed off every single raccoon out there. <laughs> yeah, we're fucked. They already got masks on. We're not gonna know where. <laughs> 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 okay. Oh, that's so good. All right. With that, I'm gonna take this joy, this laughter, this wonderful time that we're having, and I'm gonna transfer it into the darkness that's gonna be today's episode. Are you guys ready episode? for darkness? I wasn't, but I, I guess I have to be. You're going to be I ready mean, for I, darkness. I do believe in a thing called love. Just, just listen to the, the rhythm of the heart. heart. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to pre- uh, preface, preface, preface this episode with a uh, a little piece of information. So um, with this specific episode, I'm going to focus on the topic at hand. I'm not going to say what it is yet. I'm going to wait uh, because I've written a whole thing about it, and I'm going to read it shortly. Uh, but as far as kind of delving into subtopics, I'm going to hold on to that. So we have more material to cover for later episodes because if we're going to keep going, we need subtopics. And this is a very specific topic that subtopics will actually kill future episodes episodes for us, and we don't want that. So without further ado, I'm going to jump right in. Are you ready, boys? Strap in. It's about to get dark. Let's do it. I'm ready. December 26, 1973. Santa Claus has returned to the North Pole for his year-long vacation. Families are snuggled up by their fire thinking about what the future could be like. Would cars fly? Would robots exist? I'm getting there, Johnny. Their childlike innocence filled the air. Little did they know, their world would soon be turned upside down by one of the most horrifying films ever made. A film so gruesome that barf bags were provided to the audience members. A film so faith-testing. Goonies? Krampus? That people began questioning themselves and their own existence. Hmm. You want to take a gander what that film might be? Krampus. Dumb and Dumber? That film. <laughs> right? The Anti-Zanta? Is William Friedkin's The Exorcist. Blah! How does it look to Santa? Dun, dun. Huh? Well, it came out December 26th. Oh. Uh, That's the day after Christmas. Oh. Uh, oh, okay, okay. I'm learning things every day. That's what this podcast <laughs> is all about. Could you imagine, like... The the marketing leading up to this movie in 1973, like, day after Christmas, have your holiday season ruined by one of the most gruesome the movies. Devil. Family yeah. goes home, kids go away, yeah. turn on the TV and cry. My parents, like, they, when they I was a little kid. They went to the movie theater, Johnny, in the uh, Go to the movie theater <laughs> and be your pants. They're moving pictures, eh? <laughs> yeah, when I was a little kid, like, I, me and my brother, we watched kind of, we watched anything and everything. We watched a lot of horror movies. We really didn't have any boundaries as far as that kind of stuff went. Um... You know, my parents recognized that we liked watching horror movies, so they started telling us, like, we'd never heard of The Exorcist before. So my parents are like, you guys think you like scary stuff? Go watch The Exorcism. We'll rent it for you. We'll rent it for you. But don't come complaining to us when you're scared. It sounds like a threat. Pee your pants because you're scared. It's a threat. Whatever, nothing scares me, Mom. Nothing scares me, Dad. <laughs> Let's get the movie. Let's check it out. I didn't get scared. Not one second. What? Not one second. Not one second. Really? What? Not how one old were you? second. Wait, how old were you? Maybe like eight or nine. No way. I saw one That's scene crazy. in Exorcist when I was like 
maybe 15, 16, and I like turned it off. Well, you you may have watched the new Exorcist. It, no, no, with the, the girl, <laughs> their head turns around, right? And the, yeah, 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 yeah. And she, but like, it was a, she sued the, the film. I know this a little bit. Yeah, a little Linda Blair. She sued because it like scarred her, right? Yes. I knew a little bit about this like movie. Okay, so you are yeah. talking about the original and yeah, not yeah, like yeah, a remake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I saw it, or I saw like a version of it, and it scared me so much, I, I stopped watching that scene. And I can only, like, oh, so I, I can't, you must have balls of steel. Maybe I'm just like, I'm really weak, <laughs> but like, I honestly, I could not. <laughs> You're nah. damn right. You're <laughs> damn right. <laughs> balls of steel. No, I honestly, I can't even imagine. I don't know. Maybe it's something about, uh, I don't, you would think being in black and white, it, that creeps me out in general. It, was, it wasn't a black it and white. It wasn't black and white. It was just really like weird color. Nah, the original one was black and white. Nah. The one I saw was in black and white for sure. Huh? It was like a for dark sure. blue the green. Like, the green vomit was in color. It was color. Not. So the original one was not. What? We got to fact check this because in my Hang mind. Hang on. Yeah, and the original, it was black and white. I don't remember it being black. And that, I think, played a part into me not being scared. I agree with Even that. though that's more creepy. I don't think so. Mind, I think but. black and white to me, especially growing up in a world of color, just wasn't scary. I mean, I, my dad it used to show It was never me. black and white. The poster was black and white, but the film was always in color. Man. Hmm. Maybe. My memory is in black and white. Did you watch the movie theater? No, I was not alive in 1973. Okay, whatever. So, <laughs> so, so you probably maybe you just watched it, and your TV didn't have color or something. Maybe uh, we had a color TV. We rented it. Maybe I just thought oh, those old well, movies. Maybe I just remember it. Regardless, yeah, maybe know. it was because of the age. Weird. But the well, thing about it, this. the Weird. the interest, the interesting about this is why I opened the podcast with this. We're going to talk about exorcisms today, and I'm excited about this. Tight. So the reason why I opened the podcast talking about this film is because a lot of people, especially our age reflect on it and say that it wasn't as scary as it was so i'm gonna kind of dive deep dive into this and figure out why it was so scary when it came out in 1973 okay okay so we're gonna we're gonna take a journey together okay so while the act of performing an exorcism has existed long before the film's release in 1973 it wasn't until this film that exorcisms made waves in pop culture News publications in the 20th century covered exorcisms, but most people turned a blind eye. No one could actually imagine what an exorcism truly was and that the idea of an exorcism was preposterous. But what a lot of people don't know is where it all began, began and how many exorcisms are performed daily. Oh, okay. So on today's episode, prepare to have your head spun. <laughs> oh, we're going to deep dive hard. I guess I'm suing this episode. Into yeah, right. exorcisms <laughs> and what they're all about. So my favorite definition of an exorcism comes from Webster's Dictionary, believe it or not. Your it's favorite? in there. My favorite, you, yeah. You have multiple. <laughs> I, I did research, so I have multiple favorites. I like a couple of these versions of what an exorcism <laughs> is. This is my favorite. So the Webster's Dictionary definition says an exorcism is... The expulsion or attempted expulsion of an evil spirit from a person or place. So even Webster's Dictionary knows that demons aren't to be fucked with <laughs> because they're using the word attempted mm. as attempted expulsion. So they even like put that in the definition of the word, which makes the subject far more interesting than it already was. Because it's not like the expulsion of a spirit. That's what exorcism is. But it's the attempt. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not the uh, completion of it. No, well, right, yeah, I it's you, an attempt because like you're not always <laughs> yeah. going to succeed. I think you can yeah. take it two different ways. I think they might be saying it's the attempt. You might not succeed, or there's nothing to do with spirits. I'm not agreeing with this idea, but I'm saying maybe they think well, there's never a spirit to begin with, so they're attempting to do something that you can't do. I don't think we should just say 
they're attempting to, but you can't always succeed, you know? Well, you know what I'm saying? I think one, yeah, I, see, I do see what you're saying. Yeah, I do get that. I think one of the reasons they might say it that way is, one of the ways I understand it is when they're exercising a spirit, it's not like... Exercising? Is that what it's called? <laughs> All right, everybody. <laughs> this week Get on your short yoga. shorts on, and we are going to Zumba. exercise with these spirits. Here we go. Hands on your head, weights in your hands, up and down, up and down. <laughs> so, and squat. <laughs> I, I think the way I understand it is each spirit has like a, like a virtue or whatever. or like a, It stands for like a sin or whatever. Sure. So like murder would be a demon. You know, and you have to cast out each one of these demons like one by one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like a, a successful exorcism maybe gets a, some of them, but there's like okay. still some left. And I guess in everybody, I guess you're supposed to have those. Everyone, everyone's got everyone's demons. Got demons. They, yeah. You know, so bless inevitably you became they're going to be there. Catholicism, when you say bless you, is from expelling good and bad spirits. And when you say bless you, it puts the good spirits back in you as well. Yeah, during the Black Plague, when someone would sneeze because so many people were losing people around them, they were like, bless you. It, it's like, be oh, this means you're you're in trouble. <laughs> you got good and bad Dying. demons leaving your body. You Pal, you're the, uh, back in. you're in big trouble. So you got good and bad Do demons you inside you. Uh, get the fuck outside. <laughs> Ebola, go on. Get the fuck outside. Lock the door. <laughs> so the craziest thing about exorcisms is that there are, are there's not a set date or even a period of time that the first exorcism was documented. Wow, there's okay. not a single the first single one. piece that, that says that. But in the Hindu <laughs> religion, ancient texts known as the Vedas probably pronouncing that incorrectly, referred to evil beings that interfere with the work of Hindu gods and harm the living. This sounds like a demonic uh, spirit being attempted or attempting to possess humans. Like, this is exactly what it sounds like. Even in Christianity, there are many references to Jesus Christ himself performing exorcisms, which is nuts. But it wasn't until the Middle Ages that ancient superstition, mental illness, and demonology were seen as a result of evil possession. In fact... Mental illness was actually viewed as one of the first signs of demonic or evil possession. Ah, wow! Well, if you're gonna ex- if, you're gonna, if you're gonna perform an exorcism, you might as well be Jesus, because you always say like in like the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, or like in the name of Jesus, in the name of me, leave this human's body. Like there's nothing scarier to a demon than Jesus, <laughs> right? <laughs> like oh shit, in the it's name Jesus. of me, fuck, <laughs> yeah. get out! All right, all right, you okay. want? I'm out. You want Jesus? I'm sorry. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You said the right words. I'm just gonna. Excuse me, I'm just going to climb out of this guy's butthole. Back, <laughs> Straight from the horse's mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, Here I am. So, <laughs> so, kind of hot in these rhinos. <laughs> so, so what you're saying, Nick, is that is that uh, the last thing you said is that there's some, like, Mental abilities or like people, and, and they would that's the first step of thinking somebody has. In the Middle Ages, yeah, mental illness uh, – was, a sign. was viewed as like that's sign number one that that uh, and, it, and mental illness actually from the Middle Ages all the way through the 1940s mental illness was the key component like, component into demonic in, in what people thought was demonic possession. Oh, oh my god! It was like mental illness that drove them into you know what whether it was murder, whether it yeah, was yeah, yeah. speaking in tongues, whether what? it was demons, you know, hyperactivity. Well, I guess yeah. there's a point, though, that they kind of say any illness, any disease is like a form of possession, right? Like you're, yes. you're possessed by something. So it makes sense in my mind. Any kind of abnormal behavior or 
anything abnormal about a person makes sense to me why they would say that that's a possession. In a time where they couldn't prove or disprove certain things via science, they would just say the first thing that seems off, let's just call it what it is. Yeah, and even if they could, like, find something like, okay, we know this guy has the measles or whatever it is, you know, whatever disease. Right. Even if they know, technically, this is the measles. Yeah. I could still see them being like, yeah, it's the demon called measles, you know? It's the demon of measles. When that goes back to the whole bless you thing, is like when the Black Plague happened, it was like that was a big deal because people associated because you know religion was so heavy in culture and in mainstream culture back in that time in the Middle Ages and the Dark Ages that them saying bless you, it was like this disease was instantly associated with something evil and and not human that was inhabiting your body, and that's why. You know, when you got sick, things would affect your in, your insides, your yeah, internal yeah. pieces and parts. So it made sense, and it was something that allowed people to call, like, okay, this is a demon. This yeah. is this is an evil spirit that's causing you to be this way because we are made to to exist and live a life. And so when anybody got sick, it was like that's a demon, right? Yeah, that's a sign essentially. Yeah, because they didn't have. I mean, and like science wouldn't. They they would. They were already studying to try to figure out like how do we. There's so much on their plate. It's like how do we figure out? Okay, like what's the sickness? How do we cure it? What's the sickness? How do we cure it? And then where when are these there there are these unknown symptoms that are that are popping up? It's like okay, well, let's just let's call it something. Let's give it a name. Let's call it a possession. Let's right. call it a demon. Let's let people, because I think people named it that, right? Like, I think people were like, this, like, we're going to call it a demon. We're going to call it an evil spirit. Well, I guess at some point back in the day, like, uh, like in the, you know, medieval times, Middle Ages, like, people couldn't read and write. The only people that could read and write were clergymen, people involved mm-hmm. with the church and religion. And religion. Mm-hmm. So yep. I'm sure anything anyone talks about, like, there's nothing else to talk about. You know, right. there's literally nothing else. Well, let's talk about demons, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, if you're done talking about all the things around you that happened that day or whatever, like when bored, I'm sure a lot of up. conversations were about church and like yeah. religion. Oh, yeah, all, faith. Everything. Yeah, and, and probably everything would relate to it. They would relate everything to their faith and their religion and whatnot. It's it's know? crazy to me to to think back like that there there wasn't a single like with Bigfoot with Mandela effect like we could put a date on it and to me that's the scariest thing when you can't put a date on something and like yeah. what was the date of the first Bob Chandler official race? <laughs> I don't Bigfoot? think we ever looked that up. <laughs> I think we did, but I don't know. Oh my bringing that back. <laughs> but uh, it's just it's insane to me. Like you it, can't it, put a date on it. You cannot put like I'm talking like BC like they're. That's, that's like that's as far back as this goes, and they're like, ah, they talked about it, but we don't have. It could go back even further. Well, what's weird to me is that um, I could imagine there always being like the thought of possession, you know, that like idea of possession. But then there, at some point, there had to have been an officially recognized like term of you know an exorcism or possession by like the Catholic Church or whatever, you know. Because don't you have to like be approved or so? you have to like ask permission to like perform them? Funny you say that. <laughs> so many people actually believe that exorcisms are solely performed by the Catholic Church, but exorcisms are taken very ser- very seriously in Christianity, Islam, Hinduism, Taoism, Judaism, and Buddhism. 
while each of these religions have their own beliefs, which we won't go into for time's sake, they all believed that an individual was possessed by an evil spirit and that it needs to be cast out. So that's the one thing they all agreed on. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in 1614, the Catholic Church established their first official guidelines for exorcism. Those guidelines were exactly what was needed as requested and performed until exorcisms began to decline around the time the Catholic Church put these guidelines into effect. So by the time they had them in effect, the you know completion and performing of exorcisms started to shoot down. Oh, weird. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, you give a guideline, and then people start performing them. So it's like showing the cause and effect. Like, you're putting this into the ether, and it's actually... It's crazy. Like maybe that's like gotta it mean puts something. some people in check. They're like, "Oh no, there's an actual guideline. There are rules. There are steps they're gonna take. Maybe I'm not gonna be able to fool anyone." <laughs> you know? Exactly. Uh-oh. Yeah. So it's it's insane. But there was a resurgence, which is which is even crazier. It, and that was the 1960s and mid 1970s that there was a just massive increase of the number of exorcisms performed on a person. Weird. Which brings us back to 1973 when The Exorcist came out. You're saying that that had a, an effect. People saw The Exorcism and they're like, or Exorcist, wait, which is it? What's the movie called? The Exorcist. The Exorcist. And they were like, oh, this is a nifty hobby. I'm that could be me. That. I don't think it like spawned Exorcist. <laughs> I think that people had been reading about it because in the 1960s and 1970s, there were a lot of really, really brutal, gruesome cases of actual exorcisms that were being performed that made it into the news. And hearing about those, like, you read it and you think it's fiction. Yeah. And then you see it in a film and you see, like, there is a priest on screen and you're watching him cast this out of this child on in this film. And I think people who have been reading about it actually saw it on screen and had to sit in a dark theater and watch that. Happen. And it, it became, like, I think it messed with their head because it became a reality all of a sudden. Yeah, it you actually see it in physical form. And you're like, oh, man. A head spinning all the way, you know, 360. Yeah. And this that's person not an didn't owl. die. That's not, what? That's a human person. person's not an owl. <laughs> and in full color. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. So the 20th century saw such an increase that the Roman Catholic Church founded the International Association of Exorcists. Whoa. And the Vatican reevaluated their guidelines, now calling them the Rite of Exorcism in January of 1999. After some of the most notable cases of possession in the mid-1970s, the Vatican needed to dig deeper into what actual exorcisms were and whether it was indeed mental illness or an evil spirit. In fact, the revised rite of exorcism by the Vatican states that a person who claims to be possessed must be evaluated by doctors to rule out mental or physical illness. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I I mean, I think such a huge part of it has to be mental illness for sure. Like, A... Just the thought of, okay, let's say it is fake and it's just somebody putting it on, you know? Right. Like, just to feel like you have to do something like that, that's a mental illness. And yeah. then to be able to carry out, you know, carry it through, that's got to, you got to be fucking crazy, man. Yep. Stick it out. But. <laughs> <laughs> that, my friends, is a brain fart. <laughs> Did you hear it? Did you hear it? I could feel it. That's how you spell it's a strong fart. T at the end. That's how you spell fart. I don't know if any of you guys have ever knew that. The way you actually truly spell fart. P-R-F-F-T. No, it's not. That's how you spell fart. P-R-F-F-T. Perfect. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. You can ask at least one other person on the planet and they will hey, agree. Nick. Hey, Nick. <laughs> how do you spell fart? F-A-R-T. There you go. What? 
I feel like you set me up to be the one person on the planet, and I failed you, <laughs> and I apologize. No. <laughs> I must be possessed. I, I am possessed by the devil. As I asked. <laughs> it's a sin. <laughs> Isn't there... I feel like I read this, that there is an actual, like, labeled mental illness that is causing these possessions. I, I mean, we're... Maybe. Possibly. I'm going to say maybe. <laughs> we might be covering it in a little bit. But... So, what about this? So... <laughs> The resurgences seem to happen in the 70s, right after the movie happened, right around the time the movie happened. Bef- like 60s, mid-70s. Yeah, so, so I'm sure were... there had to have been some kind of a resurgence for them to be like, oh man, there's this stuff in the news, people are taking it seriously, let's make a movie. Right. So there had to have been some talk about it. Yeah. And then before that, it was in the Middle Ages when we knew the only thing people knew was religion. So it just makes sense then. Right. Like at that time, somebody could just be acting out. Like I read a story earlier about... One of the um, possession stories in the Middle Ages was like a servant of some house, you know, whatever, whatever. And she was just a lowly servant. Her, her job, her daily task was just working in the house all day, every day. Mm-hmm. She, you know, claims to be possessed. All of a sudden, her life slipped upside down. She's like a big spotlight in the town now. It flips it upside she down. She doesn't have to work anymore. She's not a servant anymore. Yeah. Now she's got a new identity, and it's not a servant. That could be a logical way to... You know, make a change in your life. If you're at the the absolute bottom. Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying that she was a servant and she was like, I might be possessed. And then she got, (laughs) well, now you have a different, now you're on the top of the totem pole. Like now you're part of the. Not necessarily on the top of the totem pole, but but you're not a servant anymore. I don't understand how that happens. So you you go from servant to possessed and that goes, brings you up a level. But yeah, it, almost, like, it, it makes you up. not a servant. It makes people fear you. You know, like you tell oh, people, like, I'm, yeah. I think I'm, I, I coughed up three bugs and I got the, I got the <laughs> itch and now I'm possessed. Wait, so then, and you, then you got possessed. So I don't get that. Are you more important because you got possessed? Like, why not, were you chosen to be possessed? But aside from that, the, the simple thought is she was a servant before that. Like, mm-hmm. she might as well just be sitting there being tortured all day. Right. You know? But, and but wait, now wait. she's not. Well, now she's being Simple fact. It doesn't matter what else she's doing. She was the one. Ah, who, she wasn't executed. She was the one who it. falsified it, right? She was like the, the one, like the fraud, like in this. Yeah, yeah. She came out later right? and was like, uh, yeah. She came out yeah. later and it, it, was, it turned out to just be attitude problems. Right. It was just serious tude problems that needed to be adjusted. <laughs> so think about that at, around that time. Like, that's her out. You know, she, she yeah. just can't be a serv- servant anymore. You would do anything to not be a servant. I would easily anything. say I'm possessed by demons. Easily. Right? So why, fast forward why would to anybody? the 60s and 70s, and it's a lot of uh, civil disobedience going on. Mm-hmm. You know, people are wanting to rebel. They don't want to be, you know, not only rebelling against the government, but, you know, people feel more free. Like, they feel like they have more civil rights, so they're rebelling against everybody, even their parents, even their grandparents, even their just the simple belief systems that maybe their parents and grandparents may have had, you know, religion. So maybe that's another opportunity to rebel against the most oppressive force mm-hmm. in your life at the time, which would be your parents and so their religion. Why would anybody not take that route then? If, if I'm a peasant, I'm going to assume, I mean, all things aside, family and, and friends and stuff had at that time, why would I not just say, hey, I'm possessed, I'm, I've been throwing up this, or I've been, my head's been spinning around, hey, now I can level up and not become a, a pe- I, I just don't, why would anybody? Well, I guess there has to, like, you have to follow, I would imagine you would have to follow through with this. And there would have to be a significant amount of time that you are really playing that card. And, like, there was you're, one, you're crazy. Like, you're irate. You're scratching people. That. You're beating people. Yeah, you have to you commit know? to it. But, like, one case, she was possessed for 10 months. Um, 10 months. And, and they, they comatose they, for a period of time, I believe. Yes. Like, and they drove her to, to death. 
two priests and her parents what do you mean? murdered her, this girl, because she was possessed for so long. That in and this out was of a later, that was a later case, actually. This was yeah. in the 70s. Yeah, that, wait, was, wait, wait. that was a very recent case. Yeah. So and it's like one of the most in, you they, know, famous they, cases. They murdered her or they... They went to prison, I believe... They end up spending like three years on probation after yep. being sentenced to like six months in prison because they murdered her. They well, were they, trying was, to kill yeah, the it was demon. Ruled that they were during the exorcism, which lasted for like two years. Mm. That during that time they malnourished and dehydrated her. She was sixty-eight pounds. They did. They did what they did in um, Stranger Things to that kid with the heat, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Spoiler alert, I haven't seen the second season. <laughs> nah, never. But like, like they, 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 they took out the demons sorry, via guys. making it uncomfortable in the. Uh, what's it when you're uh, the, the host body? Yeah. Uh, okay. They essentially made the demon feel uncomfortable and so that makes un- sense. Yeah, yeah. They, they dehydrated. They wanted to dehydrate the demon and be like, oh, this host is now a what's it a um, it's a uh, a not affordable host. It's not a not suitable. Yeah, essentially, like, like it, th- this environment is not survivable. It and makes so the, sense. The host leaves. The demon leaves. Whatever. Like it is. the aliens at the end of Signs when they realize the Earth is made up of a large <laughs> percentage water. of water. <laughs> Guys, we fucked up. The, the <laughs> element which brings life. <laughs> so, but, I don't know. It's I don't know, man. It's because uh, think about how that person would have to commit. Johnny, to, you're an idiot. Like physically. Why am I an idiot? What? Why am I an idiot? The word was uninhabitable. Uninhabitable. Uninhabitable body. You know when all these voices. All these demons in my head are talking. I can. All right, guys. Them. Johnny just said it. We gotta lay them on the table. We gotta cut them up before an exorcism. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I know. I went to Catholic school for about six months. I don't claim to be. <laughs> I don't claim to be the smartest guy on the block. I also don't claim to have a laptop in front of me with any facts. So the words I say. Listen, just, my facts come from Wikipedia. So let's be let's be careful calling them facts. Well, Johnny, it, right? my, <laughs> my facts come from vaguely misread information from so uninhabitable, not trustworthy sources. Uninhabitable. uninhabitable. Uninhabitable host. Host. So yeah, that makes sense. But like, I like that. the craziest thing is that that the rite of exorcism was is now what it's called, what the Vatican called their guidelines. They named their guidelines and formed the International Association of Exorcists in 1999. Ah, late to the game. So like, what could have been so bad that they in nine in 99, yeah from seventies to the nineties that they were like, we need to, okay guys, we need to get this together. And it went so far as that the rite of exorcism even included a list of signs of demonic invasion varying on the type of demon and its purpose. Oh, weird. The signs included loss of lack or appetite, cutting, scratching, and biting of skin, a cold feeling in the room, which is weird, unnatural bodily postures and change in the person's face and body, the possessed losing control of their normal personality and entering into a frenzy or rage and or attacking others, Change in the person's voice, supernatural physical strength not subject to the person's build or age, <laughs> speaking or understanding another language which they never learned before. Tends to just be Latin. <laughs> Knowledge <laughs> of things language. that are distant or hidden. Huh. Future prediction. Prediction of future events, uh, <laughs> sometimes through dreams, levitation and moving of objects slash things, expelling of objects slash things, vomit, uh, intense hatred and violent reaction toward all religious objects or items, <laughs> hmm. uh, and then antipathy towards entering a church, speaking Jesus' name, or hearing scripture. This sounds like every <laughs> single step yeah. that the girl and the exorcist went through. Oh, absolutely. They, I believe they left out... Uh, urinating in the middle of a dinner party. Yeah, yep. they left that out. Was the throwing? The throwing that's was throwing that's the symptom. Too? Was throwing up in there too? <laughs> uh, well, expelling of object or thing. You got to guys. The Vatican put this together. They're not going to put like <laughs> puking. 
<laughs> saying the c word like they're not gonna yeah. like they're not so, gonna write that <laughs> every like every cliche of what a demon would be this is yeah. like the guideline if i if you were to tell me to make my own rule book of like someone's possession i would watch the exorcist back and i would write these 14 things down on paper so it's like the whole thing is I think part of it, though, if you are the Catholic Church and your whole vibe is these things are real, demons are real, spirits are real, and you don't have that shit like locked down, like you don't have a step by step guide to exorcism, they should have had that in like the 1600s, right? Like, yeah, they should have had that put together. So, but why? Like, Wait, why? You, oh, they, they had to at some point to substantialize that they really do still believe in it. Maybe. So am I getting that they you know? watched the exorcism? Or could it be getting worse? <laughs> maybe. I'm like, saying like maybe like some like priest or, or I don't know a cardinal was like, oh, I saw this movie and this all makes sense. I'm gonna base my a whole entire rule book. Like guys, I don't know, I think this shouldn't have come out. They know too much. The yeah. public knows too much. Yeah, <laughs> this, we need to backtrack. This is real. No, I think it's uh, like who's gonna take it seriously? Who who right. would take them seriously on other god related issues? If they don't even have a system for exorcisms, which they're supposed to be doing all the time, right? Yeah, it's a, I don't know. I think but that's weird. It's like performing. So we so let's recap what we've covered so far. They have no definitive start date as to when the first exorcism mm-hmm. was yeah. was locked in, was Jesus documented, whatever. Jesus, yeah. Like I mean, the, even there's even like theories that Jesus Christ Himself was performing exorcisms. The number one exorcist, Jesus yeah. Christ. But even before that, like, was that there? And then even to now, like, into 1999, the Vatican is in in their guidelines. They have 14 signs to watch out for to hand somebody and be like, all right, here's your book. Uh, read these <laughs> yeah. 14, memorize them, and make sure that <laughs> they feel all 14. Yeah. The weird thing is the raccoon didn't have half those things. Almost none of those things. It acted yeah. differently. But did it speak Latin? Mm. I don't think the raccoon was ever possessed. I know. Ah. I was like, why do they think it was possessed? Why they why they euthanize these raccoons? They apparently don't have this list. They don't they, have the 14 they steps. Get on that. Yeah, they didn't call the Vatican. Get Ohio, the list. you need this Yorkshire, list Yorkshire, Ohio, now. you'll be getting an email. <laughs> with there this list. there are several... Website. Famously documented cases of exorcisms, most of which have been made into a movie because they're too good of a horror story to pass up on. Why? Why would you Green not do vomit? it? Uh, yeah. Some of those films include The Exorcist, which is based on real life, the real life case of Roland Doe, which is a crazy story, which we won't dive into, and The Exorcism of Emily Rose, which is based on the real life case of Annalise Mikkel, which is the woman who was down to sixty eight pounds and was possessed for ten months, all that. But the most fascinating thing about these documented cases is that after the massive jump in cases throughout the nineteen seventies, documented cases became near silent. Even after the establishment of the International Catholic Association of Exorcists, the coverage of exorcisms in mainstream media has gone completely quiet. Is this truly something that demands to be kept secret? Or is this an attempt to help people in pain overcome their mental and spiritual demons? Wait, you're you're saying that like in the last like a jump in time, we've not had as many cases or near none. Essentially, I'm I'm saying that throughout the 1970s, when there was a massive jump in cases after the 1970s, like literally, I think 1984 was one of the last documented like intense cases. It went completely silent. So I, I think that kind of jives with what I was saying a second ago. Like the timing was right in the 60s and the 70s for that to be like a logical out for someone to act out and get a response. You know, moving into the 80s, 90s, 2000s, people are moving away from religion a lot. Like they could just act out in another way. 
possibly just by dumping. Let's say they're in a really religious family and they wanted to act out against their religion. They could just not be religious anymore. Right. You know, rather than, you know, maybe before it's like not even a thought, not be Christian. That doesn't make sense. I have to stay within my religious boundaries and act out within them. So maybe in the 80s, people are like, fuck these religious boundaries. I'm breaking out of that instead. But that's what's so crazy is that like there wasn't really in associated all these cases. There's not really like a a stepping stone to how this person became a host, how this person became possessed. Like Mm -hmm. there's not really a stepping stone. But in the 80s, like punk rock and you know, Ouija mm. boards and all that, like that was a big thing. Like in the eighties and then kind of trickled in the nineties, we had the grunge, which was like, you know, the rise of so, atheism and youth and all this stuff. And there was still no crazy heavy documented case, but still in 1999, the Vatican felt the need to reestablish their, Guidelines. their right of exorcism. And then plus this international association, even though in that time period, there was a gap and yeah. there wasn't a lot of like the whole, like I'm t- it's, Bonkers to me. Like well, it I makes was sense stumped. to me. It makes sense to me though that like okay, exorcisms, are, you know, possessions are falling off. We need to remind these people that we think that they're real, you know. Yeah. And that they need to be fear. Not I don't know about fearful. I don't know if that's the right word, but they need to be cautious that these demons are there's demons quotation marks are still out there and they need to worry about them, you know. And there are ways that we can help you fix you know, get, get. Or there them. was a huge epidemic that we don't know about. There's like it's like a. a so many cases that we don't know about. So they put out this guideline for people to keep it, you know, hush hush. But they needed to put it out there and be like, because this all is happening, take us out. But nobody knows about it. Well, that's I what I'm saying. Too, like, yeah. are they trying to keep something secret, or is this a huge financial gain? Because I'm assuming that when someone feels that that uh, someone close to them, like a family member or something, yeah. is possessed, mm-hmm. and this this exorcist comes over and saves them and says, "I will do it out of the name of the Lord. I I, I won't take any money. I'm not going to ask anything. I just want to free their soul." And that family goes, you saved so-and-so, Annabelle. please take right, yeah. this. Like, is this some sort of tax-free <laughs> financial <laughs> This is the way situation? to get paid under the table. Yeah. Right. And, like, they capitalize on that. And, and you know, th- it is what it is. Like, I'm not saying that that's right or wrong or whatever, but is, is that a case? Or is there, is there a reason to keep this so, yeah. like, it, zip tight? If it makes money, it makes sense. <laughs> you know, if it makes dollars... It makes sense. I well, believe Deion like, Sanders said that. <laughs> even like science, you know, like you would think eventually science is going to get involved and well, scientific uh, studies are even like openly and have openly not claimed demonic possession as a psychiatric or med- medical diagnosis. Well, like, if you think won't. of, uh, you know, the Catholic Church was, it was in the late 2000s that they came out, I don't know the year exactly, but they came out and said that they believe it's possible that there is alien life. You know, they came out and said that, and I guess the idea for them to come out and say that is, hey, we're step, we're lockstep with uh, advances in science. You know, we believe in science, and we know we're not blind to the fact that new things are found out every day, mm-hmm. and we're lockstep with science. So, hey, believe in us because we do believe in science. You know, kind of like, and maybe this is a similar thing. It's just a marketing thing. It's like, right, you know, maybe ex- exorcisms weren't happening, and they're just like, guys, hey, remember. That we need to help you get rid of your demons, right? But like the the hypothetical demons, you yeah. know, like the, so yeah, your demons of being you know greedy or or drinking you know, too whatever. much or yeah, yeah. So lust. The cases of people going to a, a real, like a priest or whatever, in, in like so. Let me backtrack a little bit. So you're saying that uh, financially, actor like people who perform actors like priests will 
almost like by commission. Like, I'm pretty uh, sure, pretty sure priests are the only ones that perform exorcisms. I'm, I'm, I think, gee, I mean, Jesus was was he a priest? Was he a priest? I mean, uh, <laughs> last time I checked, Jesus wasn't walking uh, the earth in 2018. True, true, but, uh, but I'm saying like I'm saying any any exorcist ever. Like via financial gain, they have to like meet a quota. Like their commission paid. No, like a cop. Like they gotta exactly. Like oh, you're not hitting your quota by it's the March end of the 29th, month. March 29th, guys, we gotta find some so, people that are possessed by the devil, and if <laughs> yeah. we can't, we gotta possess them ourselves. Yeah, we gotta make this shit up. <laughs> Grab your upside down crosses and your pentagrams, guys. We Hit got some work to do. So what what I'm saying is that if if that's if that's what the 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 end game is, then where all these cases where people are like, you know, uh, going to get next, like like like. like I like where are all the cases where people are going and seeking out help is what I'm saying. If it, it like that should still be happening. Right. Well, it's really quiet. And I think like news still it's like, okay, there's a movie in the seventies called the exorcist. Like we get it. It's like people who, who seek out help. I don't think it's just making news anymore. And yeah. then even so much as like science goes like, sure. They're not claiming demonic possession, but they have claimed there is a form of monomania called demonomania, which is a patient. <laughs> fucking badass movie. Sounds like an awesome like truck name. Demonomania. Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday pay for Monday. the whole Takes seat. on Bigfoot. Take for Bigfoot. Only ten bucks. <laughs> pay for the whole seat, but only use the edge. But the demonomania is uh, is when a patient believes he or she is possessed by the devil. But this, to me, seems like an attempt to put a scientific name on it yeah. and go, cool. Let's close this door. And never open it again. Uh, yeah. So scientifically, like, there is a, you know, we've named it. Mm-hmm. But also, like, there's a movie that's come out. So it all just, it shuts a door. And there's no need to become press because who who, who cares? cares? Who cares? So it's just become, like, not mainstream. Like, nobody cares about, nobody cares about exorcisms anymore. Simply what you're saying. Yeah. So since The Exorcist was released, it's given people the idea that possessions happen and exorcists exist in the real world. But yeah. this this almost causes people to live in fear and question things that shouldn't be questioned, things that provide hope to, hope to others. So maybe it's best to keep the idea of exorcists quiet and only let them live in the fictional world of horror cinema. Like maybe I, that's what's happening. I feel like you know in the days that we're living in now, like priests have to be you know and religious people have to be smart about the stuff that they're spewing. Like think about like a youth pastor. Yeah. Like. They're not there to shove scripture in your face. They're there to be cool, get on your page. Hip with it. Yeah, get get hip with it, you know? So, you know, they're they're trying to get get on your level so that you'll you'll trust mm-hmm. you know in the when they're the yeah, they'll they can give you some scripture softly and that you'll respond. Sure. You know? So think about these days if somebody goes to and they're like, you know, I think I'm possessed, you know, these are the signs I'm I'm dealing with. You know, I'm sure there's a percentage of priests or whatever out there that be like, yeah, 100%, it's probably a devil. Let's get that shit out. I would have to think that this day and age, a high percentage of priests would come at it with a scientific approach because they all went to science class, even though they're, you know, believers. You know, we're living in the modern day yeah. where they realize that they have to be more realistic if they want to connect yeah. with people. Yeah, I, so they'd probably approach it with a scientific thing, like, hey, maybe this is what's going on. Right. You know, it becomes more of a psychiatric evaluation type thing than a, than a demon expelling exercise. I agree. Exercise. I think- a demon is like a it's, – it's, it's a different word. Like, we all have our own demons, but they're not actual right. demons. I, th- I think that exact thing side. is part of it. Like, that's – in my opinion, that's what they were calling the possessions, just the act of having urges, you know, urges that are – 
what they would deem demonic. You know, demonic. Yeah, like sinful. Yeah. Yeah. And I like I like what you're saying, Nick and, and Taylor. I honestly I think to breach off of that, um it, I think you know, in in the timeline of things, I think uh spirits, demons, any like um paranormal stuff hasn't been normalized. It's not like in mainstream stuff is like, oh yeah, I just saw like the demon named Charlie in my garage. No problem. Like it's not like that normal. But it's been so like drip fed, I think, through like um uh society, kind of like aliens, um, where people can have the opinion and not be crazy. And that's why it's not like, oh my gosh, someone was possessed. That can't happen because people are like, well, you know, it probably can. That's why it's not getting so much, you know, um uh press. It's because it's just not normal, but yeah. it's less crazy that it was back in like the 1970s well just like last week with the mandela effect we've reached another case of running around in circles there's only so much that we know with only a handful of documented cases to pick apart science won't touch exorcisms or even classify them as mental illness but the vatican still fights daily to prevent exorcisms and save those that have been possessed in fact you're ready to have your minds blown in february 2018 the Vatican announced that they were having a four-day meeting in Sicily in hopes to improve the approach of exorcism, as there are 500,000 cases requiring exorcisms in Italy each year. 500,000? 500,000 cases. Jeez. How many people live in Italy? Well, wait, that's wait, a lot. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait, wait, wait. A lot of people live in Italy. I like that that's what you focus on. Wait, like, let's this talk about question. the per- Sicily, Italy. That's a city in Italy. Yes. And 500,000 people just in that city. No, in Italy. So in, in oh. 500,000 cases in Italy but they had the each meeting, year. But they had Still. a meeting in Sicily. They had a four-day meeting. Okay. Uh, that's what I was, So there I was, are businesses yeah. based around this in Italy, yeah. I would have to assume. Well, yeah. Well, that's what they're saying. Is like they're, they're saying that the cause of this it's are fortune tellers. And tarot card readers, that's who they're blaming uh. for a recent increase in exorcism as, as such practices open the door to the devil and to possession. And that makes sense because earlier you talked about like that jump when we started like dealing with like Ouija boards, we started dealing with like that kind of right. grunge or punk rock or punk rock, those things being brought into normal society, like yeah. these tarot right. cards are quote unquote like letting these demons into our realm, essentially is what you're saying. Yeah. I think it could be a side effect of just people during those times just being like, okay, I'm just cool with not they're, being religious. They're fucking with the wrong shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Side note here. <laughs> Sidebar. <laughs> two very famous people who have allegedly had exorcisms. You guys will not believe this shit. 1947, Salvador Dali Whoa. is reputed to have received an exorcism from Italian friar Gabriel Maria Berardi while he was in France. That's crazy. That's insane. That blows then he, my mind. Dolly then created a sculpture of Christ on the cross that he then gave to that friar in thanks. Another famous one is that you're not going to believe this. This, this almost Lowe. doesn't make any sense. Scobby Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was a fucking devil in uh, Wayne's World, man. Yeah. He was a fucking devil. <laughs> <laughs> Mother Teresa allegedly yep. underwent an exorcism late in life under the direction of Archbishop of Cal- Calcutta. Henry de Souza, 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 after he noticed she seemed to be extremely agitated in her sleep and feared she might be under the attack of the devil. Well, so that's crazy. But you, that, it's, it's all uh, that leads it back. Like, and that's sense. and that's what too the Vatican said that they said that even though there are five hundred thousand cases, they noted that many of the cases are not actually related to demonic possession, but to spiritual or psychological problems. Right. So it's almost like exorcisms are a form, like when someone is yelling at you and throwing holy water on you and it's that sort of like 
it's that rush. Yeah. And it makes you feel like, okay, if I'm going to get that out, I have that adrenaline, get yeah. the, you know, those endorphins pump and get those moving, you feel like you're expelling this oh, 100%. negative oh, 100%. response, which it's is. It's not like a placebo, but it feels so real. Yeah. But even then, like with the, the, the International Association of Exorcists, they have 200 licensed members on six different continents, which makes them sort of like real-life superheroes or even <laughs> real-life Ghostbusters, oh! depending on uh, how crazy shit gets. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters 1 and 2 contain very cool possessions. Yes. A little, little sidebar. And I just go right back really quickly. I could see both those cases, Salvador and Mother Teresa. First off, like any religious figure, I think – uh, this is, sounds like crazy. Any religious figure of such like um, uh, praise, like Mother Teresa, yeah, it's got to be, uh, I think, number one on the list of devils. So like, to go fuck with that. So, uh, right, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, if I was the devil, I would go for the top. Uh, I would go for the pope. 100%. Why would you not just go straight for the pope? Then be like, whatever the next pope guys powerful. are. Yeah, you got to skip. Too powerful. You got to find a host close to the pope. The pope is actually a rabbit. Nobody knows that. Well, I did, <laughs> I, I did not know that. And then so, Dolly is what? Oh, sorry, you're saying. No, I gotta hear this, Taylor. Uh, well, yeah, you gotta, you gotta go. No, I was saying I'm on the marketing side again. Like, if I was Mother Teresa, and I'm like, mm. you know, people aren't paying attention. Uh, we need to let them know that exorc like possessions, they can hit anyone. You're not above it. Everyone's got. No them. one's above. I've it. got one. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's you, like the. You uh, got one too, kids. Like, well, yeah, I smoked it. I didn't inhale. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't inhale. He's on everyone's side. Yeah. You know, he's on everyone's side. That, nothing you can do about that. It's just, it's so, and that's the thing, like, talking about this and even doing all the research last night, like, it's so hard for me to, to, to find a belief in this. Like, I do believe in that we all have our own demons, and I think, like, getting those out are important, and they help with mental help, or mental health. Like, I, they do help with that. But... There's still like, why has science not looked into this? Like, if this is if this is indeed mental illness, why has science not jumped into this? Or is this something that just like clearly the Catholic Church and the Vatican are? This is a part of the religion. This is a part where people uh, people are having these yeah. these spiritual demons that they need to have expelled from them. And maybe it is just having that sort of aggressive approach that makes people feel better but i i think only I the, the bottom line is that only time will tell where the study of exorcisms will take us will it call for further scientific investigation which i hope it does or will they remain tied to religion which it has so far all we can really hope is that the final expulsion uh will happen that will happen is the one ridding demonic possession from our modern world forever but seeing that it's been apart for it for so long i think it might be here to stay I think, I think, I think might, it's going to be uh, as here as long as re as religion is here. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there's any way to avoid it because, other than the devil and demons possessing someone to do wrong, yeah, what else? What else is? What's the negative side? Yeah, there's that's gotta, the only negative be a, side. A light, dark, yang, yeah, yang. That's be. the only fight. Yeah, if it didn't exist, Star Wars wouldn't exist. Like, literally, yeah. there you know? has to be a good. Yeah, bad. yeah, has to be that fight. To create the balance, but what's the purpose? Like, if you're a demon trying to possess a host, is it is it like an attempt of power? Like, isn't it? An attempt? Oh yeah, because the way you're, like you're you're possessing someone of enough faith to you know the family has to has to know like hey I'm gonna call I'm gonna call a priest like this is what's gonna happen. It, like, is it showing? Is it challenging faith yeah. and religion? So, is a demon actually possessing someone to? Basically, puff its chest and say like, "Man, I'm the shit." And gets yeah, I feel like that. Like it, it seems like a, a demon that carries out no other purpose. Like 
you never hear of it doing anything. It's never got a plan. Yeah. You know, it, it seems like the only thing is that, huffing and puffing, you know, popping the chest out. I mean, like. Trying to kill. I'm the shit. Yeah, do something. Right. You know, and it might, it, it's mischievous, you know. But it's, you gotta, it's just you gotta, fucking around for the purpose of fucking you around. You got to remember, yeah. I think every depiction of any paranormal stuff I, I know, the amount of strength and I think we see this in in, in culture like Annabelle, like it, it, the the amount of strength a demon has to gain or a, a spirit has to gain just to move an object is a, apparently I don't know this stuff yeah. uh, is substantial. Whether it's draining your phone battery or getting into a host, you need so much energy as a demon to do the simplest of tasks. So right. you gotta understand, like a, a demon getting into a human body is not gonna go around their day and like start fucking with the Pope and like trying to kill people that takes a lot of energy for something that doesn't even have physical realm properties you're just a, a just air at that yeah. point you know like i think we need to take a step back from like what their their purpose is what their like their goal is because at the end of the day even like was that movie ghost with the uh you know what i'm talking about with, with the patrick swayze yeah with patrick swayze. he 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 didn't have the power in that in that train to throw the the bottle right. He needed to learn how to do that. It was so difficult. Yeah, but all forever. he needed was the power of love, Johnny. Well, these demons he just had to find it in him. They need the power of a human host, and I don't think there's enough you know enough power in that. So that is probably going to dip into another episode. But one of the things the tangents I got stuck on in my YouTube hole when I was checking this stuff out. <laughs> We use two very credible sources, Wikipedia and YouTube, <laughs> yeah. to research all the films. I use just my previous knowledge. <laughs> it was like the possession of non-human objects. That's what like human. throws the kink in the chain. Because all the human stuff, it's like, yeah, it's just a, it could just be a human being a human, wanting attention, has some motive. Yeah. But then if you think of like a doll, like a doll or you know, common thing, a doll. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, what? Why <laughs> it's did it not a human. That. Yeah. It's the simplicity, you know? and I think from there you can. Like it's almost a like a sort of like a a young demon, like a not fully developed demon who yeah. is taking over something simple. Yeah, you got well, it. It, it makes it there. harder to explain away for me because you know, human, you just explain it away. They're just being mental. But yeah. if it's a doll, that's like how do you explain a doll doing that kind of stuff? You know, doing some crazy stuff. It's moving around. It's doing stuff. It's strangling you or whatever yeah. the case may be. Yeah. How are you going to explain that? Well, it's always like it's you causing, can't. I, I think, in order. So, and I'll, I'll go into this in just a second um, because I do have some things that are causing me to question a lot of this. Um, but, you know, take something like Annabelle, mm-hmm. a doll who has a, a, or receives an emotional connection from a child. Mm-hmm. So demons can pass from from one host to the next if there is a, a guard that's let down, if there's sort of this weakness, if there's this emotional connection. And I think that some of them will actually possess items because people have emotional connections, connections that, to specific items, and yeah. it makes it easier for you know this sort of amateur demon. Oh, 100%. Uh, I mean, the more I say amateur demon, it's like this guy... <laughs> Who also his name is Randy. What who's a like, noob. Dude, Dad, I'm about to go fuck this Good doll boy, up. Dad. It's gonna be crazy. I'm gonna hop in it and Pop then I'm gonna scene. I'm gonna possess a whole house. Would you watch me? It's and like, this, okay, son, so, sure you are. So you're saying and this that- fucking idiot Randy, the only thing he can possess is a bundle of raccoons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Randy. Damn it, Randy. But so, I, so, like there's no the, the thing, like I was looking and looking and looking, and there's no recent I, there's just not a single story. Like I could not find a story from the last ten years, and that surprises me. That that surprises me. It's crazy. And at the end of the day, I think 
in a world, in a world like I talked last week, in a world that, or actually, I think I talked the first week, in a world so um, video like asking, and there's just so much like ability to be so worldwide. I think I would hear about more of this stuff every single day. Yeah, why are we not hearing about it? It wouldn't make sense that in the 70s we have all these cases, but now of all times, where every it's the globalization where you you can be best friends with somebody in Sicily, Italy, wherever it is. Yeah. How is there not? more how are there not well, more possessions like let's take youtube for example and like you you see videos of people breaking down on youtube all the time oh like yeah people just My favorite thing to watch like at their most nuts point yeah yeah ever so good so we're like us like, guys we're, <laughs> yeah the goonies <laughs> <laughs> people are just crazy as shit like they have other outlets to to you know exploit their craziness they don't need to then on top of that go say I'm possessed by a demon, you know, blah, 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 blah. You can visibly see there's enough crazy in these people. There's, you don't need an explanation. I right. Don't know. Mm. I think, too, yeah. I think it goes back to, like, episode one when we were talking about Bigfoot, where, like, I think if people knew that there is an attempt or, or, or there's a, a, a potential for people to be possessed by the devil, it would cause a mass, like, faith is, is one of the things that a lot of people have to hold on to. It's, oh, it provides hope for people. You know, it's a beautiful thing, and if if these people knew that the thing mm-hmm. that they have to hold on to, there's something like demonic yeah. possession existing, it would completely shatter not just one, you know, not just Christianity, but it would shatter every, every single religion. Every faith. And so it's almost, it's better to just kind of sweep it under the rug and and move on. What if at the end of the day, and we talked about science in a way, I don't think you really quantify what makes somebody have a demon um, on that level, scientifically. But what if the reason why, I just thought of this out of my brain, what if the reason why we're hearing less and less about it is because modern medicine, when you see somebody that seems like, oh, they're schizophrenic, they're talking voices, it's not demons, it's schizophrenia, we can give you this medicine and it'll Absolutely. go away. Absolutely. So the demons are there, yeah. but we can just subdue them and make them go away via medicine. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. That's gotta be That's it. the key. I think it has to be it, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I've been searching on my phone this, this whole podcast what for this thing I found <laughs> earlier. What kind of phone is it? The reason I'm not finding it is because it's an LG Stylo 2. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not finding the info that I'm looking for. But guys, I, earlier I found a case. Uh, it was in the 90s, 1990s. A professional football player, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he, they actually diagnosed him with an actual medical term. I can't find this term to save my fucking life. So, <laughs> so hey, uh, hypothetical thinkers out there, if you can find what the hell I'm talking about, please do so and insane. post it on our new email. Let us know what it is, and we'll mention it on the next Speaking podcast. Speaking of the new email, Nick. I'm getting there. We're going to drop it at the end. Got to keep people hooked. But right now. <laughs> keep your pants on, people. Keep it's hold coming. on tight. So uh, there is a medical term out there that encompasses what they're calling the possessions. Yeah. Gosh darn, I wish I knew what the frick it was. We're going to open next week's episode with it. Yeah. We and found it's going to be great. Yeah. We found it. But so wh- you know, while I've while I've voiced my skepticism with all this and I do think that, you know, like the Mandela effect, like this, kind of like how I've I've been except for Bigfoot cuz I believe Bigfoot exists. Nope. We've Shut up, Johnny. <laughs> shut up. Shut your freaking mouth. Shut your mouth, I don't boy. Believe, I don't believe in Bigfoot. Oh, it exists. We saw the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the movie. By too. the way, if, I don't know if we've made it clear. The movie It Exists is dope as shit. It yeah. is a cool movie. Please check it out, guys. Directed it by is pretty tight. The guy who made Blair Witch Project another movie that was fantastic. You can pretty, watch pretty it. Dope. You can watch it and not change your belief system. Just letting you know, as a non believer, you can it's watch great. it and you won't be like, Oh my god, now I believe. So it's don't just be afraid a fun of it. movie. Don't it's be afraid. A fun time yeah. at be the afraid movies. of it exists, but it exists. It's awesome. It's a cool movie. Um 
but it, there have been a lot of really cool takes on exorcisms. There's a movie called The Taking of Deborah Logan that is about a woman who actually has Alzheimer's, and they think the Alzheimer's is the the, the issue, which is it focuses on sort of the mental the mental illness aspect of demonic possession and then she actually she's possessed and it's this whole Tight. thing so it's it's an amazing there's there's a lot like it's on the forefront and it's kind of stopped like it, as far as moving forward it's just it's everything is just halted mm. and i think the stories like there are stories that, that people will tell and those are the ones that are not documented they're actually told by people because a people don't want to feel like they sound crazy and right. b i just don't think these things are going to come out so i've had two I've actually researched this podcast for years, and I just knew it was going to happen. Uh, so I have a story. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that, guys. Um, story time. Uh, there's a guy, and I'm not going to say him by name. His father used to be a priest. Right. Okay. And, yeah, this, yeah, this is crazy. Okay. And he, uh, something very specific, an instance happened that caused him to not want to be a priest anymore. Is this a person that you know? This the, is a person I know. This the is dad father. decided the not to be a yes. priest anymore. And he was sitting at home. Uh, my, my buddy was, he was a young boy, and they were sitting at home together, and someone calls him from the church and says, I need you to come down to the laundromat right now. I'm out of the laundromat. My daughter is acting out. She's vomiting everywhere. She's like, she's not herself. I need you to come here now. You're the only one I know who to call. Please come here. And he's like, okay, all right, I'll be right down. That sounds great. Like, I'm, I'm, it doesn't sound great. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> my day just got better. <laughs> cool, come on my way. <laughs> and so he brought his son along because he just thought, okay, this is, you know, it's a small town. I just need to be there. Your friend. And I'll bring, yeah, I brought my friend who was, who was, I think, like 13 at the time. Okay. So enough to, like, handle his own. Lucky 13. Lucky shirt. Oh, look at that. Oh, Numbers. That's creepy. <laughs> so they show up to the laundromat and they walk in and, it's just it's just a scene. There, there's like there's bile everywhere that this girl is has thrown up. The the woman behind the counter is like distraught at what's happening. My laundry. And the mother Johnny, <laughs> listen here. There are people listening who are at the edge of their seat right now. I am too. Trying to figure this out. I just don't want to scream. They paid for the whole seat. What? They paid for the whole seat, but they only did. <laughs> only using the edge, baby. You like that phrase? I like it. Pay for the whole seat, but only use the edge. Only use the edge. You were saying, Nick, the lady behind the counter. <laughs> so everyone, that's, it's a mess, all right? The bottom line, the scene's a mess. Bile everywhere. Bile everywhere. And so as soon as the dad walks in, the priest, he walks in, the little girl stops and freezes. Oh, my gosh. And she turns and look at, looks at him. What? Just stares at him. She stops throwing up. She, just... st- she stops like the tantrum, stops everything. Like her and and my friend said her voice sounded different, like she wasn't a child anymore. It's a crazy thing. Mm. Crazy. Looks at the guy, the priest, grabs a hot iron and presses it to her arm. Oh, metal. And just <laughs> stares at him How? and then pulls it off, did not respond, did not react. And Whoa. he like the priest, my friend's dad was just like, Try and fuck I with me. I don't. I, I don't know what to do. Come at me, bro. Like, I got nothing. And so he he did, like, they did pull her out. They took her out uh, behind the laundromat okay. and performed an exorcism on her and then took her to the hospital. And from that day on, he's like, I'm done. I, I can't do this anymore. This is not what I. This was how long ago? Uh, I don't know a time. I just know that he was young. He's he's in his well, he, like he, early thirties. He, he's, he's your age. He's your age. He's in his early thirties. Okay, so that was what thirteen. That's twenty. I'm not gonna. Twenty years ago. Yeah, I mean, we don't need to do the math, Johnny. I'm just saying in my head that is a case that wasn't too long ago. No, it wasn't too long ago at all. And that's it's probably in the nineties. I'll tell you right now that 
okay, looking and, and seeing the conviction in your eyes makes this whole thing seem so much more plausible and believable than just like a couple of claims from the Teresa and Salvador Dali. Like that's all it's fine. But this story is freaking weird. This it's crazy. <laughs> you know what's crazy is that one characteristic of all exorcisms, I can't find what the word is. Once again, but they're, yeah, they're uh, <laughs> okay, don't tell like the, the wealth of information. Taylor Nelson, <laughs> I, I don't have, a, I don't so, have anything. something exists. I, it's very vague. It's like uh, you sound like me, but I don't have the internet, Taylor. Damn it! This so, comes from a guy who took us on a journey of the Mandela effect last week about white holes and black holes. People, I live in a cloud. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so one of the characteristics of exorcisms is. In the group of people that perform these exorcisms, there's always one person who is like the leader, the highest ranking person. And it's said that the demon reacts to that person specifically. Yeah. And reacts when that person's oh, in the room of course. or when that person's around, well, and that's when they react. Naturally, that they that they would see this opposite, this enemy, the black or the dark, yeah. the, the, the white, the light. Even it. in presence of other holy people, like it might be other church people. But then the one higher-ranking person comes oh, in. Oh, just the highest. Know? The highest-ranking, yeah. That would make the most sense. I mean, if I was if I was, if, if I was was a demon and I was confronted by, like, all these different, like, Catholic, whatever, religious people, I, I don't know. I, I just keep this visual of Johnny as a demon, but, like, I just picture him as, like, Casper. Like? <laughs> He's just Catholic. Yeah. He's like, hi, my name's Johnny. Uh, I'm going to enter you for a while. It's going to be pretty crazy. Uh, you're probably going to talk a lot. Gonna get crazy. It's going to be weird. Uh, this child talking in amazingly fast. I don't know. Like, oh yeah. my gosh. This child's like so good at it's taking a, selfies. It's an auctioneer. Uh, all of a sudden, this this child selling my furniture at a thousand miles a second. Yeah, we've got this this ghost with awesome hair, and it's just <laughs> just standing devil- in front of the fucking mirror, and it, <laughs> <laughs> he keeps blow drying his weeks. hair. Okay, so you're he's saying he's flipping the breaker. So- <laughs> what I'm saying, oh, yeah, I flipped the breaker. That was I nice. just I want like an animated of that. We should of do Johnny's that. being like, "Hi, Johnny the Ghost." So. Johnny the Ghost here. Um, so just be like two weeks, uh, and then I'll just bounce to somebody else. <laughs> Probably be someone be, might be a woman. Might be uh, a <laughs> might be a, a ninety year old man. Might or, be a raccoon. Who knows? Maybe a raccoon. <laughs> Probably a okay. raccoon. So a bunch of yeah, I, I, I kill those raccoons. I euthanize. Okay, so this is what I'm saying is that if I was a demon inside of a host, <laughs> I definitely would be most scared, if not the most terrified, of leaving this host. Because the highest ranking person is there, I get that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, w- w- what's next in this? Is well, that- I thought that was a cool connection. That <laughs> yeah. you know, in that case, that's exactly what happened. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the only person in the room really that had the power to give an exorcist was your friend's dad, the, yeah. the, the priest. So also, yeah, so, uh, so I guess if it, it, is it connected to the power oh, of right. giving an exorcist? I can't or is it give just an exorcist. Rank, I, I can't really. I don't know. How, I mean, I've seen. I've, See, I like this kind of stuff. I think. I mean, I don't like it. I think it's interesting. I can't give an exor- or an exorcism. I can't exorcist an ex. I can't do that. But somebody that you can't say it either. I, <laughs> obviously, yeah, I can't say it. Obviously, I can't do it. I guess I'm a demon. I can't say those things. Or I'll literally a I'll lose this host. So it, it makes sense that that you know they would leave via the highest ranking person because I mean I'm sure they're not scared of shit. Like they're not scared of me. Yeah, with that said, why would they be scared of the highest ranking person? Though? I think they fear like, they fear the what power is of faith. The battle, like who? Yeah, what is the, the power control that they have? of faith? Like, what? I think the it's the control of faith that causes them to lose to to lose that battle. What do you I mean? think a demon facing someone who is in such control of faith that this person mm. you can feel their spirit. This demon feels their spirit relying on this person. This 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 person of power in in uh, in religion this priest, I think that's what causes the demon to expel. Is that it's almost just like, great, all right, you win. You know, I, that's I, yeah. sort of it. 
you don't want to go up against the Hulk. You know, I'd rather I'd yeah. take my chances against you know Taylor. Sorry, than the Hulk. If, it, if it's Hulk or you, mm, I'm gonna say sorry, Hulk. You don't you don't know me when I'm angry. Yeah, it's true. That's true. You might turn to the Hulk. What I'm saying <laughs> is that is that if confronted by two people or a group of people, and there's one that I know I can't beat, yeah. I'm not gonna fight. Right, but like. How does the demon get beat? Does it get killed? Like, what is it? What happens? Yeah, that's a good question. It, just depends, you know? on the, it depends on the power of the demon. Uh, and I can tell you. <laughs> uh, I, can tell you I can tell you how I know that. Uh, I, and this is kind of my parting story for the podcast. I have witnessed a possession before. Wait, 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 wait. Did we get to the end of that last story? Which one? About the laundromat? Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Oh, okay. Yeah, he did. They yeah. performed the exorcism. Uh, exorcism. I can't say it. No, I'm possessed by a demon. They they performed it, and he he resigned. He, yeah. he said, I'm he was like, I'm done. That he was said, it. That was enough for him. Fuck that Tight. shit. I'm out. Yeah. Tight. But uh, so this parting story, you have I have, I have myself witnessed the possession before. What the fuck? Who was possessed? Uh, I don't know his name. Where was this? This was. I worked on a one of my first uh, film jobs. I worked on a ghost hunting show. Yeah. You're certain this had zero. To do with bath salts, ninety um, percent sure it had zero to do with bath salts. Around that secretly, uh, <laughs> around that time period, there was that whole epidemic of bath salts. No, this was that was going on. Man. Oh, really? This free, was bath free bath salts. salts. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, we were in Casadega, Florida. Casadega, <laughs> baby. One of the most haunted places uh, in the country. And uh, long story short, we're sitting at a table communicating in this room that a lot of uh, people come. Which is very similar to the tarot card stuff, which is crazy that that was a part of this. Insane uh, that it happened to be in this whole little research bit. <laughs> but we are in uh, the Castiga Hotel, and uh, we are in the seance room where a lot of people who stay at the hotel they actually practice seances. And they're, 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 the rumor is that because of all these poor practices, a portal was opened. Oh, and, naturally, yeah. And demons mm-hmm. have have. Taken over and occupied and the, the pre-existing well, these ghosts. Weren't burning of the hotel. enough sage. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's you the problem. Burning sage. Yeah, it's holy water I didn't smell not... when I walked in. Yeah. You, that place should reek of it. Reek of sage. Yeah, and so everyone's sitting around the table, and the the, the head ghost hunter, who was a hothead. All right, he was a hothead. <laughs> I would be. He was like, "All right, ghost, if you're in here." Flip a table. Yeah, that's it, well. It's a scare tactic because they want shit to happen. Yeah. I, I love watching this shit. I love watching ghost. I stories. hate watching that shit. Well, that's yeah. fine. That's <laughs> but tomato, tomato. That's why we. That's why we're for friends because there's equals and opposites. Yeah. So what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that is that's what the, that's their tactic. Is that yeah, it was that, a scare tactic for sure. If you antagonize a ghost and you make shit happen physically, you piss off a ghost. It's way more likely you're gonna see an actual like in life experience than like. All right, ghost, communicate to me by being nice. <laughs> no, no go gives dog. a shit about that. <laughs> um, hi, ghost. Uh, exactly. Johnny here. Just, uh, just want to ask you a few questions. Um, when's your birthday? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't give a shit. Fuck you, Johnny. Could you <laughs> like, ghost, do wash suck. that glass for me? <laughs> yeah, like, is there a point that you could just annoy the shit out of a ghost so much that they just go away? I think yeah. that would be me. Well, he I could yeah. really annoy like, a uh, Why don't I perform exorcisms? Because I could just annoy the ghost so much. Like, this kid is so annoying. I cannot like, handle this. Humans don't have that ability because you can't just, like, just, like, just separate. Sorry. Yeah. But, but demons can't. I should be the next. Demons. Well, well, this guy bit off way more than he could chew. Sorry. Because yeah. when he was aggressively egging this ghost on, which I'm sitting here with the camera. I'm 19 years old at the time, 18 years old. 18 or 19. I don't remember. Irrelevant to you, my story. You, you were, this you is were dumb. Like, yeah, I was like, 
dude's talking to ghosts over here, and this he's guy. the boss. He's possessed. Yeah. I'm like, this guy, he doesn't know what he's doing. And we had this like ghost meter or whatever on the table, and it just like shot yeah, up. Yeah. And as soon as it shot up, the dude sitting across from me just like, <gasps> like full on, like shot back, and his he, and his he eyes. Can't see it. What he can't see the EMF meter you have on your he could see he saw uh, it but whatever whatever happened his eyes straight up rolled all the way in the back of his head like straight up saw the whites of his eyes and when he let out that noise like this dude didn't sound like the dude (laughs) it was nuts and as soon as it happened he like started like like. You know, shaking, yeah, like convulsing, just like a seizure. Yeah, and exactly. all the ghost hunters came over, and like these people aren't actors; like they weren't, like no, they weren't there to fool you. No, nah, these this people weren't like yeah. sucked. I, there's no way. Like right. I was not in on it. Like it was, <laughs> yeah. it was insane. This is the first job. Like this was the first gig that we were shooting, and you're still here today nah. shooting video. Yeah, kudos, and I sitting there like, oh, should I keep rolling? Like this is fucking weird. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, of course I did. Well, I want to see that so bad. <laughs> and so all the ghost hunters like gathered around him, and he was like in and out. Like he was, his eyes were like back, and he was in and out, and he was like, ah, ah, like making all these noises and like sobbing. And it's like a grown man. You like, can't just do sobbing. That. Yeah. No, it was like like not even Tom Cruise can do this. Tom Cruise is one of the greatest actors of all time. Uh, a kid from ET can do it no problem <laughs> I agree with that and so and then like immediately the ghost hunter guy who this guy like w- legit wanted the shot like he wanted the shot like if things were happening if someone got a, like their arm removed he'd be like keep rolling got to he was like stop shut the cameras off get out of the room like leave the room fire that guy it was wow fire Wait. that guy <laughs> What? Yeah, shut the like, cameras off. Get out of the room. Real. This yeah. is why you have cameras. It was too. It, what? It was, it was too. Like he it's was too concerned. Like, on we a ghost paid. hunter show, you find a ghost. We weren't getting paid though. But that. But no, Taylor. Taylor. Still. Taylor. That, that's that's the Even, point. That's I, the point. That's the point. Yeah. If you found no, 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 no. I'm saying I don't care I mean, how much the, I'm getting paid. We got the ghost. No, insert no, the guy. Taylor, the footage Taylor. is gonna get no, caught. What I'm saying is the point of, and I'm saying this as a believer in. Um, paranormal activity, or not the movie, but that's like the, the thing. Par- paranormal <laughs> shit. Um, as a believer, the the purpose for these shows is not to really find a ghost. It's to have the illusion or the idea of one. Because like anything, like Bigfoot, like aliens, like all this stuff. Once you find it, well, that's that's checkmate. You just that's it. We got that's a the fan show, boy. But we, hopefully, no, like, where's the show go from I, there? I, I think I think they'd be able to capitalize on finding Bigfoot. I think they'd make more money off finding Bigfoot than the four seasons of Bigfoot Hunter. I yeah. don't. No, I think so. I, I don't know because then there would okay. be four seasons of. Post Bigfoot finding, like Bigfoot research, just stuff. like anything. Once we found out, like, it wouldn't be a cash cow anymore because it would exist. Like, be like, ah, we got it. Like, once we found, news, but then there's something. There's something to research. W- poke and prod. Once we found you out know? there's actually giant squid in the ocean, it wasn't like, oh, cool. Like, is it a mythological animal? It's actually giant squid in the ocean. Once we find Bigfoot, but that doesn't uh, make it less cool, though. Well, but yeah, but it, yeah. It, it, but it ruins all the all the 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 not merchandising, but like the financial gain. Like all these, my life, I. Probably, I mean, I know a couple people like me who want to believe so bad, but once it's there, it's like, well, that, get, that's just that. I do get you there. Oh, I yeah. do get that. I get that. Yeah. But on the other on the other side, it's like, hey, man, if you know that going into it, I'm not going to watch that fucking show. Oh, but could you imagine? Could you like, imagine? You no, know like, they're not going to find anything. The news story, like, because I had three other camera guys with me, and it was like, <laughs> ghost hunter guy that has two a.m. public cable access show gets three teenagers <laughs> possessed by the devil. <laughs> yeah, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. I don't know if you can get sued for that. Uh, I well, I guess post nineteen ninety nine, possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are facts, yeah. but like he. So we we cut cameras. We we did all that, and then he's like leave, and so we went back to the hotel room because we were staying. We had like 
you know, <laughs> we were staying in the most haunted room Did in the you, hotel. How'd you sleep? So we, oh, well, I'm Johnny. I'm getting there, bub. I'm All right, too impatient. I'm getting there. I know you're at the edge of your seat, but I'm getting there. I only paid for the edge. First off, so, I would have gone straight to whoever's boss that guy was, and I would have told him the whole story, and I would have asked for that guy's job. If I he was you. the boss. That guy would be. He was paying us to be there. I mean, fired. he wasn't paying us to be there. But. That guy should be fired. He should never. He should never have. Okay. I don't, I don't know who you are, sir. I'm sorry. Well, the if resolution... you're hiring for sound, <laughs> you're Taylor amazing. Nelson, the resolution <laughs> of this story is going to tickle your so, pickle, so I guarantee you. you're in your hotel room. Fuck so yeah. we, <laughs> we went to the hotel room, and we let everything boil down. And, like, I'm heated, you know. Like, I'm, it was unreal. And I was like, man, this is, that was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. What happened? I questioned everything up to that point. And so things boiled down, and then we get radioed by the guy. He's like, you can come back in here. Like, everything's fine. Just, like... Relax. Easy. It probably probably been like forty five minutes. I mean, it went by, and so we're walking down this long hallway before we get in the room, and like they're back in the room, we're walking down this long hallway, and I hear the guy go, "Here they come!" Oh. To, to all of us, like he knew we were coming down the hallway, and we were all barefoot, like no one was wearing shoes, and he like knew we were coming around the corner, and so we get in front of him, and. Uh, the main ghost hunter guy's like, he's not, he's not okay. Like he's not, wait, he's, he's still not okay, but he's coming down from it. Just, just be careful. I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck that means, but all right, so go I'll, I'll be cautious. Just don't get near his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> or his butt apparently. <laughs> so, <laughs> Isn't that where they go in the mouth, out the butt? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. how you rid a demon. That's, that's <laughs> a white hole. <laughs> and so, and so he's like coming down from it and he's like, man, he's like, I'm, you know, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to scare you guys. Like, I don't know what happened. Like that wasn't me in there. Like, I'm sorry. And then he's like, hey, Nick, didn't you, when you were a kid, didn't you have a tricycle? And I was like, what? I don't know what you're saying right now, man. He's like, didn't you wear overalls as a kid? And your tricycle was blue, red with a yellow seat, and you rode up a hill? Yeah, it was a hill, right? And then, like, the ghost hunter guy grabbed me by my shoulder, and he's like, you need to go in the hotel room and you need to stay in that room and you don't need to come out and I'll be in you be there in a minute. Nick, Nick, did you have Yes. All that was hundred percent true. And oh I, my I, God. I did not know no this guy. Way. I've never no met this guy in my life. Way. I yeah. would not have gone to my hotel room. I would have wanted to stay right there. No, because then you get possessed. Then oh, I want to ride that thing out. <laughs> no, <laughs> I want to ride it out. He so I like figure that I want to know what's gonna happen. So I'm sitting in this room alone. And then 20, like 15, 20 minutes go by, and he walks in the room. Wait, wait, the ghost hunter, the ghost hunter, the ghost hunter. No, this guy, he's done. And he's, nah, like, he's dead. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> he's, I'll take care of the problem. Yeah. He's dead. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Go back to the room for a reason. Pest control here. You're not going to see I that guy again. And so he comes, to the, he comes to the room, and he's like, all right, here's some, it was like sage beads or whatever. He's like, I want you to put, put this in, in your, your pocket. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Bend over, sir. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, put this in your pocket. Guys, we're going to call it. We're done. We're done filming. You go home, and if you feel different in the morning, if you feel any signs of anything, whether it's feverish, cold symptoms, whatever it is, you call me, and I'm going to bring a team to your house right away. What? And I was like, crazy. Dude. What in the actual fuck dude, that is dude. going okay. on? So, Nick, I have a big question. Do you or do you not believe in ghosts uh i would like to save that answer for future podcasts as oh, i stated oh, oh, before oh. tune uh, in next yeah. so specific specificize specificate narrow down that question a little bit oh uh, well I, if we want to save it for future episodes maybe i shouldn't but i'm saying like what the fuck did you just say johnny i'm saying <laughs> yeah uh, i actually i spoke very clearly <laughs> <laughs> I might, i'm trying to remember what i just said actually um 
maybe I shouldn't say it because if we're going to say it for a different episode, then yeah, save your ghost stuff for another. Yeah. I'm just trying to say, yeah, the whole concept of the the concept of exorcisms and stuff. It's hard for me to run around in circles and see this stuff and read the things about mental illness and read the stuff about the Vatican having in place and the five hundred thousand and you know uh, cases and all that stuff. It's hard for me to fully discredit that stuff, having heard this story about my friend and his priest of a father and oh, having 100%. experienced this possession. Now, I didn't see the exorcism, but the idea of a demonic spirit possessing a human being, whether that was some trick, whether it was set up, I don't know. I had never met this, these guys before. It was the first time I was on the show with them, and it was the last time I was on the show with them because uh, I wasn't getting paid. But <laughs> I would have been there like I would have been there like like oh my gosh in a and, heartbeat and yeah and, I would like to see that and the footage all corrupted oh well, naturally all of the footage corrupted you know the first things demons go or spirits go towards is electronic devices and they yeah. drain the power they fuck it up right this is what happens it is crazy. yeah that's a weird uh, thing to me I don't know <sighs> and it was the last the last ghost the, the the last show that the ghost the lead ghost hunter did. That was the last Ooh, one. Ooh, weird. So two, two events in which you've known the person who resigned. The yes. priest and then this ghost hunter. Yes. Kind of makes you wonder what kind of events he saw previous. Yeah, like, like he was a ghost hunter. Nothing he, happened. he had to have seen something what in order to like him, make him yeah, want to be exactly. a ghost hunter. What made him want to do it? And if this is so real. I mean, right. he's got like a whole was story. Yeah. Like he's got a story. Listen, I don't believe all of it. I never believed all of it. It's all a bit. My mind. All about kooky. It's a bit kooky. It's a bit nutty. It's a bit nutty. It's a bit nutty. Uh, but it was a it was a crazy story. So I think like the bottom line, the wrap up here is: Do our exorcisms happening today? Yeah, five hundred thousand to be, be exact per year, just in Italy. In, one, in Italy, just yeah, in Italy. one country. That's one country out of like hundreds of countries. Yeah, there are a lot of countries. I think uh, there's a couple more than Italy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, and we're just we're not talking about it. And I think, and and that's what this podcast is all about. Is we're going to talk about this stuff and and theorize and hypotheticalize, and uh, you know we're going to talk about it. We're going to do the thing. We hope to get you guys talking too because we're not talking about it. And the documented cases are Literally. are slim. We're not talking about it. Science is not there. Like sure, we've given it a scientific name, the demon demon demonomania <laughs> or whatever it is. Like, uh, if someone out there has got a possession or exorcism that we could come and watch. Well, like, do we need to be ordained to do so? We'll do it. It's, it's funny, it's whatever. It. funny you say that William Friedkin, who directed The Exorcist, actually, there's a documentary that's coming out soon about documenting an, a real exorcism. Mm, oh, that's, that's awesome. cool. Like recent, a recent real, like he was present. He witnessed it like, in, cool. in all of his years. And that was one of the, the things he wanted to do as that's a filmmaker cool. is actually sit in on a real exorcism. I would and, like to see it. I, I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence about it. I don't necessarily believe in a demon possessing someone. I, I kind of feel like it's the more logical stuff, like them just having problems and not knowing how to deal with it. Even though I, I do believe that it would be possible if there were demonic spirits. Shit, we have a soul that's possessing our body, so I could see that some other Turn entity or soul, side. somebody else's soul, you know, could possess our body. Yeah. yeah. I find that possible, but it's it's really all about, and that's the thing again. This is a third episode in a row. It just comes down to the hypothetical of it all. Like that's the point. That's it. The the idea of an exorcism is a hypothetical in itself. Like is is are are they actually expelling 
a demon or is it a, a hypothetical demon? Is it is it exactly is it a placebo, Johnny? Yeah, and that person's just like, all right, I'm, I can't do this anymore. I got to be over it, you know. Yep. It's, it's a big poop. Honestly, it's out, a big poop. It's just yeah. like the demon come out of the butt. You just got to poop. <laughs> <laughs> like in the black hole, out the white hole. Where does it go? <laughs> We don't know. Your toilet, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Flush away the demons. Oh, man, that's good. That's a good one. Uh, so, you know, I think that's it. I think, I, think, I think we've wrapped it all up. We went around and we came back up again. We did. We do-si-do'd. We tiptoed with the damn devil. And we told him, no, sir. You need to go back into that white hole. said, no, sir. I do not dance with the devil in pale moonlight. And I never will. Never will. And I, Johnny, you gonna add to this, or are we just gonna go back and forth and riff? I'm watching you guys. I'm really enjoying it. All right, guys. So join us next week on Hypothetical Thinking. Thank you so much for listening again. This is episode three for us, and you guys have been amazing. Uh, I can't believe you guys keep downloading this podcast. Listen to it. I can't believe uh, it. <laughs> it's crazy. It's my mind. Uh, but yeah, join us next week, and we're gonna talk about another crazy hypothetical. It's just gonna keep getting crazier, guys. It's gonna. How? It's gonna. It's crazy. It's, it's so crazy. It blows my mind. It is. Power of Johnny Capelsi. <laughs> ah, you can make that work, right? I don't know. <laughs> 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 <laughs>